0: live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app.
1: Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a Tuesday here inside the SWBC Podcast Studio at the, the Star movies. in Frisco. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and the star of this show, Mickey Spagnola. There you go,
2: baby. Yeah. I like that.
1: We're back together <laughs> We're for the first time finally. in a while. <laughs> was it a, a month ago? A long ago? while. It seems like a long time <laughs> well, ago. Well,
0: I think it was November.
1: <laughs> it, <seemed laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, that's right. About,
2: it was about a month ago. There it, you go. It, I it like, feels it. like it.
1: feel You know. And it feels like the the weeks are just racing by. I know. Uh, And and part of it has to do, I think, with Thanksgiving week, back-to-back Thursday games. That that three-game
2: stretch certainly had a lot to do with it.
1: Right. And then even just myself, okay, Thanksgiving week, and then I went to New Orleans for the game last week. And so those two weeks raced by, and now here it is, and I'm... My Christmas Day shopping, Christmas Eve shopping is fast approaching. And I'm
2: actually putting up lights this early. This is early for my family. Yeah. We actually have, we're putting up lights like this weekend. We already have the indoors done. all the, So I'm ready to go, man.
1: My wife gets the indoors done like the day after that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Well, no, the hard part is get bringing the boxes down from the attic. Yeah. That's, well, that's, she was on it. I didn't have
2: to do it. No. <laughs> no way. I, was, I didn't have to do it. I was shocked. They're like, there they are right there. I'm like, oh, baby, I, that, I need to well, go out of town you, often. Yeah, where do you store your boxes? I need to know. <laughs>
1: and how many boxes do you have? No, only about
0: four.
2: Oh. Just nah. four.
0: No, the hard part's taking the tree down. Because then you got to put everything back away. No, it's not Mm. half of it. No, no, because someone does (laughs) it. Yeah, you
2: take too much care with it. That's your (laughs) problem, Spag. Just wrap it up and throw it in the closet. Yeah. All
1: right, so here we are, and uh, not everybody is back to the star in Frisco, but we are back to the star Mm. in Frisco. Yes, finally. Yes. How
0: did uh, Landry Award go?
1: It uh, went very well last Good. night. Uh, we, in the past, and what the Landry Award is for those who are not in the area, it's this is the twelfth year we've done it. It's in partnership with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, the Landry Award goes to the top high school football player in North Texas, and, uh, and m- coach and and as the coach of the year as well. That's right, and. Um, uh it was five finalists and unfortunately we had to do it by zoom again this year Oh, okay um uh, we did it virtually but we we did get them the five finalists together right out here at the star last sunday It uh, made it a little more special this year oh good and uh and got their parents what i really like about it is is we've got the parents talking about the kids and the parents get all emotional yeah, talking about yeah, and especially for these do. kids they're all seniors yes they're and, leaving yeah, yeah. yeah and so for any for any parent who's had uh uh Child who's left the nest, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, it it's it, sometimes it's the dad that's the one that gets emotional, and sometimes it's the mom. And oh, in man. this case, the winner of the Landry Award, Josh Hoover, made news yesterday. Give he, me school. He committed to TCU yesterday. What, what high school? Uh, Rockwall Heath High School, a quarterback, and um, so. He had committed to Indiana, and they had fired their offensive coordinator, so he reopened his recruiting. So, he commits, to, T- he commits to TCU <laughs> that yesterday. That the best
2: thing ever happened. Go, back, go to TCU. <laughs> Man, what the hell you doing in Indiana?
1: Well, he was one of those late bloomers. Uh, in fact, there were two Didn't Rockwall that? quarterbacks. The Rockwall High School quarterback who set the Class 6A record for career passing yardage, Braden Locke, who's going to Mississippi State. Nice. I think Dak Prescott had mm. something to do with <laughs> yeah, that he recruitment. Uh, he was also one of the finalists, whatever. But but anyway, my point was that Josh's dad—he uh, got emotional talking about him, uh, and uh, it was really—it was—and and so. I saw that for the first time, and then I'm supposed to come back on on camera after I see him getting emotional. I'm like, and I'm starting to tear up myself. And so, anyway, it was fun. Was which just, coach? Uh, which coach was uh, uh, who? who uh, the, coach of the year. Uh, coach of the year was from uh, Chris Beam. Where did you go to high school? Oh, <laughs> Colville Heritage. <laughs> <laughs> Colleyville Heritage.
2: <laughs> coach he Martin. Like, what is he, why is yeah. he chiming in? on him?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Martin, Colleyville Heritage uh, High School, who spent a number of years. Like 12 years at Manville High School, and in fact, this brings it back to the Cowboys, uh-huh. he was the head coach at Manville High School when Highland Park and John Stephen Jones, Stephen Jones' son, Jerry Jones' grandson, won the state championship game in what I still say is the greatest football game I have ever seen. <laughs> um, in fact, you saw the. Did you see the Baylor Oklahoma State yes. uh, Big Twelve Championship yes, game? the game yes, came down to the I last yes. play of the game, where and and it was at AT and T Stadium. It, I think it was the same corner of the end zone. I'm about to tell you about the the high school state championship game. You know the uh, the Oklahoma State running back gets caught just inches shy of the pylon by the Baylor uh, DB. Great play. All right. That game against Highland Park, it went back and forth. John Stephen Jones played an unbelievable game for Highland Park. And by, way, yeah. and by the way, he's a past winner of the Landry Award. And by the way, second uh, a finalist was, the, was Spencer Sanders, the Oklahoma State quarterback, playing in that there game. You go. But anyway, they played against Manville in the state championship game. That same corner of the end zone at AT&T Stadium, Manville throws a pass, and the guy's running for a touchdown. He got caught at the one-yard line uh, on the last play of the game. I remember that. That kept them from from matching what John Steven had done. It just dawned on me. It was, I believe it was the same corner of the end zone at at Stadium. Maybe it wasn't, but it, in my mind it was. So yeah, there you go. It doesn't this. matter Chris.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but this uh, this entire season, you know, because they're all coming back, it's been a great season mm-hmm. you know, at, at all levels. All levels. Mm-hmm. I, I'm loving it. I, I heard about the South Oak Cliff Alito game, but. Big time upset. Yeah, uh, South I, Oak know, Cliff Alito never gets beat, and and South Oak Cliff is usually that team that's in there, and you know they usually kind of and they uh, about
1: the state quarterfinal round they lose. Yeah. They they won in the state quarterfinals over Lovejoy this week, and so they are in the state semifinals. It's the first time crazy since the 1950s.
2: Harvey Martin is <laughs> looking <laughs> down right, uh, right that now. That baby. a Dallas ISD school Michael Downs has, has a shot at winning
1: it. a state championship. They got to win two. More games now. Dallas yeah. Carter won in 1988, and um, and of course that was taken away. Took it yeah. away, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so,
0: who do they have to play?
1: A uh, good question. Uh, we'll <laughs> move on to Cowboy Talk now. <laughs> Geyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, Geyer's No, in, no Geyers in, in uh, six A Division uh, two. Yeah. I can't remember who South Oak Cliff's playing, but we'll move on. Yeah, let's, there, William. Let's like talk that, about man. the Cowboys. Yes, sir. yes. Come on, Cowboy Talk. Cowboy let's go. Cowboy Talk.
0: They're playing Cooper.
1: They're playing Lubbock Cooper, oh, by the way. Okay. For all Thank you. you out in Lubbock who are shouting at your podcast right now.
0: <laughs> We're a Texas wide. And it, yes. the Cowboys are playing Washington's.
1: There That's right. Go. And Mickey wrote a book about That's this rivalry. Right. He needs to write another book. You know that was what? like twenty years ago. It's wasn't been a
0: while it? since this game is. Has rivalry hasn't bit right?
1: hasn't meant anything since you wrote the book. I
0: think twenty <laughs> It 2016, used
2: to be the best rivalry in sports. 2016,
0: really. the game was critical. I think when they met late in the season, and then 20 was it 12 or 13 when they met uh, for the division title. Uh, but it's been a while since these games have meant something mm-hmm. the way.
2: Uh, they certainly used to in the 70s and then oh, it was the early personal. 80s. It was personal in right? the 70s and 80s, yeah. especially when Harvey Martin throws the wreath into the light. Right, in 79. 79. And, uh, and then the early 90s, the first
0: part of the 90s, because the Redskins were still winning. And they were the Redskins, okay? I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> here. Uh, they won the Super Bowl that 91 season. And as a matter of fact, it was the Cowboys that probably kept them from being undefeated that year, because they were undefeated until the Cowboys beat them in Game 12, 24-21. And then they lost the last game of the season because they didn't matter. So they finished fourteen and two.
1: Was that the onside kick start second half? Uh, it Jimmy? was, yep.
0: and it was the hail mary to end the first half. Mm-hmm. The first one that Troy Aikman ever completed, too. By the way, wow. as a hail mary. That's correct. Because after the game, I could remember him saying, "It's like yeah, every time they call us, throw a hail mary, it's like." Well, there goes my quarterback rating because it's going to get intercepted, right? These things never work. And this one worked, and then he got hurt. Steve Berline comes in, finishes the game, and Michael Irvin caught what would be the uh, turned out to be the winning touchdown beating Daryl Green, corner of the end zone. A mm-hmm. couple of Hall of Famers. Hall of yes, absolutely. It was, it was a really good game, and it was up there, too, by the way. And Michael was,
2: Irvin used to wear Daryl Green out all the time. That was one of those things. That's his Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was a, it was a really, really good game. And I've told the story before, and I'll say it again since I'm proud of it. It was the last time I predicted a score, and it came
2: out right. Is what was the score? Bad. 24-21. Oh, yeah, because you've been blowing it on pick-for-click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a FYI there. And my,
0: <laughs> and, my, and my good friend, Dale Hanson on Wednesday said, we didn't need to watch the game. All you need to do is read the Times-Herald, and Mickey would have told you what the score was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a reputation now. And okay. the pick-to-click was Michael Irvin, by the way.
1: You know what? There you go. Who's the only person who remembers that? Me. That's right. That's the thing about the all our predictions. The only person that remembers predictions is yourself.
2: <laughs> we went over yesterday and... I, I said we would have if we put us all together, uh-huh. we would have been a damn good pick to clip. <laughs> <Yeah>. no, <laughs> no, we we all we all missed it in one way or the other. We were close but no cigar. So,
1: I said that only one that remembers their picks is yourself. Well, I don't remember my pick. You don't. No. No, cuz it was way off. Okay. Yeah, it all was right. way off. 40 something to
0: yeah. whatever I
1: don't know. Oh, no, was it wasn't. I thought I went no, close he went on low. this. He went low, low on low. this with oh. I thought I said 27 17. I got it
2: right here, guys. 1 27 17. Seven, seventeen. <laughs> Bill Jones was. It was about 16 13. Okay. And you said D Law would be the, the pick to click guy. And so you got that point. I right. got that right. Oh, what did y'all press- have for Everybody, your pick to click? I had, I had uh, uh, Prescott. And I think my score was, was 24 was 16. So come on. We but, were... but okay, pick to click. Who okay. got the better pick to click? I had Dak Prescott. I said over 300 yards. He didn't. He didn't get over 300. No. Well, he said Gallup. Yeah, Spags had Gallup. That was good. And one. his score was twenty three twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So if we I all... don't, if I don't get the interception at I think,
1: the end, I think the caveat on mine was that I I did not expect for I, I said I think for the snaps he would have in the game he would have an impact. And but he, it wasn't – it took, didn't take a genius to figure that out when you consider that the Saints didn't have their offensive tackles. That's it. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, you were close. Every, every one of us, we were close. I'm just going to pick Micah Parsons every week. from that, And I'm just going to pick that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i just say that. Okay. I'll just drop go. it down to 250. There you go. There you
1: go. <laughs> All right. Um, so got what update do you have for us here? Well – By the way, what I would like to get into today, and, of course, my – Apple Watch doesn't work because my phone updated today. Um, that's another story. You have to get that in, <laughs> got the rent. That's a half a rent. <laughs> um, I would like to get into in the second segment. What is the identity of this Cowboys offense? But bring us up to speed on what we need to know.
0: Maybe it should be run the ball 68 out of 72 plays,
1: right? <laughs> wow. we'll, we'll set up the next segment with that. <laughs> we'll, we're going to set up uh, the next segment with that. So
0: it sounds like uh, Mike McCarthy, the soonest he'll be back in the building is Thursday. That's when his 10 days are up. Uh, so... Uh, evidently he hasn't tested negative twice within 24 hours yet so uh, Thursday is 10 days and we'll see if he's back in the building my understanding is the strength and conditioning staff should be good to go the offensive line coaches Joe Philbin Jeff Blasco should be good to go Uh, we haven't heard any more positive tests we'll find out more Uh, I guess Mike will do his virtual uh, press conference tomorrow um Dan Quinn sounded – and Jerry sounded very hopeful that Neville Gallimore would be back, that Randy Gregory has a chance to be back, uh, and uh, Terrence Steele should be back from COVID. So uh, it looks like they're going to be possibly as healthy as they've been. And I thought the the best nugget from Dan Quinn yesterday – was he said we're certainly will certainly be looking forward to getting Randy and Micah and Law all together. He said if you would have told me uh, at the beginning of the year that those three guys going into week fourteen would have only played twenty eight snaps together, he said I wouldn't have believed you. Mm. So that's all those three guys have played. And that the team would be eight and four. He didn't say the part about, yeah, (laughs) and be eight and four. Uh, But think about it, because those snaps basically came in the season opener, right? Mm -hmm. Were they all three? Because Randy Gregory started the season, right? He wasn't Well, they would have been,
1: yeah, because Lawrence missed every game since then until Thursday.
0: Right, and so going into that game, um, and then and the, he played, I believe it was 37 snaps on Thursday, but Randy Gregory wasn't playing. So yeah, you have to go back to that season opener. remember they they put him on a pitch count because he didn't play the previous year, right? Uh, and then came back uh, missed the was rehabbing. I mean didn't miss the previous year, but Parsons obviously wasn't here. So yeah, so, you know, get I, I, those three guys back on the field together and just think of the different things you can do playing those guys. You know, you can have Gregory and Lawrence at defensive end, Micah at linebacker. You can go to Nickel and have uh, Micah the left defensive end and move DeMarcus Lawrence inside as a pass rushing defensive tackle. Uh, you can stand up Gregory and Parsons in the middle of. Uh, a four man line, and they could be the two guys that they were using standing up. So there's so many different things they can do if they can get all three back on the field together.
2: Before we go, uh, when you think about the season opener, and we had everyone, uh, and you look at the defense now, they're better now. Yes. Even with, you know, being depleted from with certain personnel, we're still a better defense. Than we were opening night. That's and, that's kind
1: of and that was kind of Quinn's point on that is because because so many people have had to play. What was it, thirty three different players he who have played it. on defense? That's right. Yes, that's what they, he said. they. Because so many have played, they're in a better position now than had they not had the attrition, and they could right. be
0: more versatile. There right. you go. And,
1: and you got guys that had have been pressed into duty, and now they know that. What they can do, and that they're they're in the system, basically.
2: And, Although in, in that regard, now, and, and and Spags always talks about next man up being kind of, you know, didn't go even Not way. as good as the re- starter, re- mm-hmm. but in, in this regard, we have seen players step up who are not as good as the starters and still make a hell of an impact. Right. So yeah, in that regard, you can. Although the shocking thing I too. noticed on the defense
0: was they came out of the Atlantic game fifteenth. Uh, in total defense, they have fallen <laughs> to twenty seventh now.
1: Wow, that is crazy. And that was the Atlanta, and that was a game against Kansas City where it was a nineteen to nine game, right? Okay, it wasn't like that. But Mahomes- we're talking
0: total yards, right. Here, right? Yeah, that's all. So they were fifteenth, they're twenty seventh now, and twenty eighth against the pass. Because they've given up those
2: big Raiders plays. Raiders. That sounds so A familiar. whole bunch. Yeah. Thermos thieves. Big,
1: big, big plays. <laughs> you got to mm-hmm. you
2: make your plays, but you give up the plays. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. When we come back on Mixed Shots, what is the identity of this football team? And could they win a game throwing three passes when we come back? <laughs>
2: It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones.
0: AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back, back, back. to shots. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day, excitement, and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Mm -hmm. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit
2: thestardistrict.com. Free parking. How about that? And admission. All
1: right. Okay, um, so what did you think of that Monday night game last night?
0: I saw a story, I think it was before the game, that the Buffalo Bills ownership is trying to get uh, past whatever to get a new stadium. And they kind of wanted to build it in Orchard Park or whatever. And I've got one set, uh, suggestion
2: for them. A roof, Okay. <laughs> You're in Buffalo. I was riding in, listening to a radio show, and they mentioned your name, <laughs> and they said that this was your a dome. They said, "Get a dome, what a roof!" <laughs> there is no I other. I wasn't sure sport. if they were talking about you or some other Mickey. I'm like There's okay. no <laughs> other sport that
0: plays in fifty to fifty mile an hour wind, right? The poor punter dropped the ball to kick it, and it moved, and he shanked it. Sean Shan, uh, Landetta yeah, against remember the Chicago that? Bears. That's yes. right. <laughs> a roof. You're in Buffalo. There's a lake there. It's December. So you got to say something
2: about Chicago then. So
0: here's the deal. You know how they all talk about that's home field advantage. Well, home field yeah, bit them in the night. butt, right? Sure did. Because their quarterback got neutered. Couldn't throw the ball, <laughs> and they decided all we're going to do is run the ball. No, see I'm if you can use stop that us. One
2: of these days, I goodness like
0: gracious, he might have been able to. You know, the, you might, with the roof, you might have scored two touchdowns Uh-oh. and could have won the game. I would imagine,
2: They're going to. There's going to be a rematch uh, two weeks up from yes, here. Yes, you're right. I'd love to see how that turns out. Because as much as the, the weather's still going to be bad, because it's New England, they're right. going to be playing New England. Not nearly as bad as Buffalo, let's just face it, most likely. And I would love to see how this game comes out and how Josh Allen would play. And maybe you don't miss a field goal when all of a sudden the ball takes right. a 90-degree turn. Come on, turn. man.
0: Bam, boom.
2: Wow.
1: Seriously. Wow. Get a roof. <laughs> okay. Cowboys have... Uh just played the first of three straight road games the Mm -hmm. first one was under a roof in new orleans they did okay there okay now playing at washington have they built a roof in washington Uh, they (laughs) have not have they built one at the meadowlands because that's the following week
0: definitely not
1: no okay it'll
0: be cold and the wind will blow but still you know you you don't usually get snow and fifty mile an hour gusts of wind. That's very true. At twenty three. Now degrees. what they, what
2: the Giants would do, I think they said they would open up the the, the, the gates or something and allow the wind to come through when the opposing <laughs> yeah, kick right. lined up for goal. Like a field they used goal. to do
0: at the old stadium. That's what uh, they
2: said they would do. I I, I didn't see it. Yeah. But they, that's what they said they would do. <laughs> and it would somehow always blow those, the opposition. Those kicks. doors all of a sudden would <laughs> raise go, at the end. There or, you go.
1: I'm looking at the forecast for Landover, Maryland on Sunday on Saturday eighty percent chance of rain, high of seventy two. Sunday a low of thirty four,
2: a high of fifty five and partly cloudy. So
1: just wonderful.
2: Okay, being in the NFC East, I think the the worst team with the worst weather consistently was the Giants. Yes, uh, rookie year. I think it was wind chill, thirteen degrees, or something like that. We oh, went there were overtime, I'm like overtime, thirteen degrees below. Come on, there were some <sighs> cold ones in Philadelphia. That's true. Now I missed the one in eighty because that that's supposed to be one of the colder games they played. The me, I heard. playoff, Wilbur Montgomery playoff game, because no
0: ahead. one, the Cowboys, wanted to
2: play in however I heard, cold it was. I heard. That was at right. least the, the
0: theory.
1: <laughs> and <right>? and. <clears throat> Of course, the last game of the year is at Philadelphia. So of these last five games, you've got three on the road in uh, what could be um, less than ideal weather situations. So the
0: old vet, the press box, used to be uh, they would have the Philadelphia writers in a box to the left. In the middle was the radio broadcast, and then to the right was where the visiting media was. As if we were visiting, right? It's like we're not the visitors. Uh, and at the end of the press box, there was a huge window that they would take out so the TV camera could be on the high on the sideline. And it didn't matter what the weather was. That window came out, right? And we're sitting in there one year, and it's 20-some degrees. And you know, you came dressed to be indoors in the press box, right? Well, we might as well have been sitting <laughs> in the stands, right? And I remember, I remember the cameraman was getting just, and Randy, uh, Randy Galloway, just shouted at him one time. Can you just shut that window? <laughs>
2: And 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 then after the game, media guys can be a y'all can be kind of ornery sometimes. After the game, they wouldn't put the window back in; they would just leave
0: it out. So then you had to go find somewhere to write, so you weren't freezing because it's hard to type when you've got gloves on, right? And it was just miserable, just absolutely miserable. And the other thing that when we would complain about it's October and it's cold, it's like, why don't you put the windows in? Oh, the Park District runs this, and they have a a rule about when the windows (laughs) can go back up, right? Yeah, give me a break. It's cold. Put the windows up.
1: All right. So Mac Jones was two of three passing for 19 yards as the Patriots beat the Bills 14 to 10. The snowplow game in nineteen eighty-two, December nineteen eighty two, Patriots beat the Dolphins three to nothing. Steve Grogan was two of five for thirteen yards. Oh, he at least threw
2: it five times. Yeah, he
1: threw it five times. Jones only threw it three times.
2: That was the worst. I mean, come on. That's like being in a flood, but it's snow. Right. Because it was they it wasn't just that it was packed, it was fluffy. It looked like it was about that high. Look about six inches off the I mean come on, you don't know what you don't know where you're stepping. And here comes the guy on the little snowblower or whatever. Man, like, come Okay, on. let's get the line here so they can And put he, was an ex-con. Down. <laughs> he was an <laughs> ex con. He was an ex con. I mean you can't write this down, right?
1: <laughs> so yes. The makeup of this Cowboys team, the identity of this Cowboys offense right now, could they win a game in those conditions? Not the way this offensive line's blocking. Of late. So, has the identity of this team, this offense, changed from the six game win streak to where it is right now?
0: Well, the identity of the team changed because they were basically averaging 30 some points a game. And if you look at the last six games, only twice have they scored more than 30, well, yeah, twice more than 30 points. 33 in the overtime loss to the Raiders in 40, was it 41, uh, 43 uh, against Atlanta. Everything else uh, in the last six when they've gone three and three has been 20, 16, 9, 27, Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the three games. So, yeah, they're not scoring. They're not moving the football the way they used to, and they've got to hope that getting their receivers back Getting this offensive line and some sort of continuity back
2: uh, gets them moving the football once again. All Um, right, I'm going to put a name out there. Connor Williams. Yes. How have things been going since Connor has been on the bench? Less holding calls, but not as well consistently blocking, I think, at that position to me. So what are we anyway. talking about with McGovern then? Is he what we thought he was, or is he that backup? Or that, is he truly the next guy up? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, and to me, at this point, if you look at
0: the production and, and the ability to run the football, and I know everybody wants to talk about Zeke and the injury, <laughs> but you know what? He's getting met at the line of scrimmage. He is getting met and at I'm the not, line of scrimmage. And I'm not. with this stuff that well. Before he was pushing the pile four yards.
2: Well, before there was a, a little. Uh, you know, they negated the rush. You know, from me from the defensive line. Before there was movement on the offensive line. There is no more movement. And we talked about it the other day. I don't know if you were here, Bill. They are escaping from our, our linemen. The defensive linemen. They are not, our offensive line are not holding their blocks nearly long enough and they are coming uh directly at our running backs with with, with no one in their way and and the fact Is the that word unabated did I use it unabated it's good yeah, that's there you good. go that's, that's, what, that's yeah. how they come at our running you backs want to spell it or <laughs> no nah, we ain't going to
0: <laughs> but but and then and then here's the other problem when when you you played what uh a game and a half two games without your top two wide receivers, and your other one had just come back and played. Now now you're you're it's like, I don't know if the routes are right or what, but now the passing game, he's not getting protected very well. You're getting drop passes, and Jerry pointed out, when you look at some of this, look at some of the routes they're running. Like, how precise are they? Because that affects the quarterback, too. No doubt. So... Yeah, it's just it, it, if you can't block up front, and that was that was when when uh, Kellen Moore was starting to talk about the stuff yesterday about the offense. Uh, you know, he was talking about. Uh, I guess the question was they, they they were struggling on third down, and I think they were two of 13, Two of thirteen uh, that's correct. against the Saints. Uh, And 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 then he said, it's important to have continuity on the offensive line and throughout our offense to get ourselves going. The more these guys are together, the more we practice, get back to a traditional week for the next weeks. All that stuff's going to piece together and give us an opportunity to get going. We just have to launch into this December football. And then when it went to, well, you're, 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 with these third downs, he's saying, well, yeah, here's the best way to get third downs converted. Do better on first and
2: second down. Yeah, yeah. And they were having trouble running the ball because they, on yeah, first down. Yeah. So, and now, but when you look at it, it does also affect the way that Kellen Moore calls the plays. Because he looks like a genius when everything's working. Right. When, when the defense, when offensive line's working well and everybody's on, all the personnel is there, everything is looking good and he is a genius. But I want to see that guy bring us out of this doldrum, right, while we're having issues, while we're, while we're having these problems. I want that offensive coordinator. Ignite something. Create a play. Create uh, offensive line blocking schemes like you saw with the Patriots last night. They ran a trap play. When was the last time the Cowboys ran a trap play? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, trap plays are amazing. And you need someone with a quick hitter that's going to get up the middle. If you're going to do it with anybody, of course, you might think Pollock. But if you want to open up something for Zeke, get him a trap play and get him up in there to where he can have some daylight to run up. And if you look at, at, the,
0: at, the, at the game uh, at New Orleans, uh, that first possession they ended up third and ten. Well, what do you think happened? Well, they didn't convert it, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, The second possession, they were third and three, and they threw a little dump pass outside, and they gained two yards. Uh, The next possession, they did pick up a third and seven, uh, and then the next possession, uh, they ended up going for it on fourth and eight. So they were getting into those situations where – it that they you know you have to the 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 next possession after that, they did pick up a first down, but it was they picked them up on second down, and then it got to third and nine. Well, what do you think the Saints did? They blitzed. And then you end up kicking a field goal. So well, let, let, let's, let's look at what. Next would, possession, third and seven. Mm-hmm. So they kept going in, in, in these long uh, third downs. Third downs. Yeah. And
2: that's not conducive to picking them up on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you have problems like that, you have to look at what the quarterback's doing or at least trying to do. You have to protect him. And the one thing I like about what he's not doing, the old Dak would have tried to throw something in there. You know, and it usually would have gotten picked off. You know, he's been throwing, he, like I said, the last three possessions were a mystery to me on how all of a sudden he wasn't able to complete passes because before that he was on. But when you, when you see how he played later on, he could, he could have in, in so many third down situations tried to force an interception in there because, let's face it, the Saints had some damn good coverage. That, there were not many open receivers there and you know there were times when you saw Dak just throw it in there anyway uh, besides those last three possessions i thought he was just really accurate in regards to, to how he played
1: all right we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment so did you about- of honor is our country's highest
0: military award for valor in combat more than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the civil war Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
1: To make shots.
0: Hey, this holiday season, visit the Star to get your photo with Santa presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension on the Star Boulevard from November 26th through December 24th. For more information and to book your photo visit, thestardistrict.com slash Atlanta. Do your thing. Atlanta.
2: <laughs> you
0: almost had it. <laughs> what did you say? You almost had it. I said thestardistrict.com
2: slash Atlanta.
1: And what you was it supposed to be? Had it.
2: Santa. <laughs> you almost I, just, I spoke one one word, one syllable too soon. <laughs> Atlanta.
1: All right, uh, what do we have left here? We got about Seven minutes left on mixed shots. All right. Uh, Everson, since you brought up the last few possessions of the game, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to bring up. And it was, it was kind of uh, on the heels of what I was talking about, the identity of this team. And it concerns me about this team if when they have a 20-10 to 10 lead in the fourth quarter, especially against a team like New Orleans – well, against any team. Mm-hmm. But in this game against All New Orleans, the, the only way – New Orleans is going to be able to get back in that game is if you cough it up and give them good field position or they get a you know pick six or something like that. All right, so the Cowboys get the ball back with 8.57 left in the game at their own 32-yard line. First down, they ran it to Zeke for three yards. It's second and seven. Then incomplete pass. And then on third and seven, it was the interception by Marshawn Lattimore. And before that play – it was like the offense was frantic at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, the play clock's going down, CD's and it was, waving, it was waving CDs waving, and yeah. you know, like he
2: doesn't know what the play is, and, Dak and then is, he's trying to pass it on to the outside because right. the noise is, is crazy out there. Yeah. Okay, and and so. And I thought to myself,
1: they're acting like they're behind twenty to ten instead of ahead twenty to ten. And then Dak throws a pass that was ill-advised and he admitted afterwards go. and interception. Okay. So on he that possession. The, he got hit
2: in the face, by the way.
1: So on that possession, the Cowboys were at ran 52 seconds off the clock. They had one run, two passes. All right. So then Taysom Hill gives them the ball back, the KZ interception. Cowboys have it at the 26-yard line with 6.24 left. They run Pollard for five. Okay, No problem with that. Incomplete, incomplete punt. And they ran a minute four off the clock there. So the New Orleans gets the ball back with 5.20 left, and then they gave it back to the Cowboys with another interception. But my concern is, at that point in the game, you're ahead 20-10. to I'm in favor if it... – <laughs> If Zeke's hurt, whatever, you don't want to I'm in favor of taking a knee three times, run two minutes off the clock, and then give it back to him. And the next time, and they got to use their timeouts eventually. i'm not, I'm being facetious there, but run the ball. run the ball. And the reason they didn't because they couldn't. And I and guarantee and the, and you
0: and that factored in. And Think that, about and, but this. But that's why I, know I don't
1: care whether they can't run it or not. I, I got At that take point, take point in it in the game, off the clock.
0: take time off the Thank clock. You guys. But they finished rushing 24 for 146. Well, out of that 146 was two plays. And one was kind of a pass play anyway, 33 yards. So they had 91 yards on two plays in and 20 and in 22 plays they had
1: 55 yards and so, and I so my concern, my concern, take it out of that game. And right. when we're talking about the final five games of this season, you got three of them, and who knows what the weather is going to be. You got to be able to run the football in December. And I'm not talking about the game plan, strategy, run versus pass. But there's a certain time in a game where you got a 20 right. to 10 lead in the fourth Forget quarter. Forget about everything you that went on. You have to be able to run all. that that's football right. and well, get first downs right. and end the game. Guess yes. what?
0: They were facing the 3rd rank rush defense in the league in New Orleans, and guess
1: what? Washington now has the 3rd rank yeah. rush defense so in the league. So now you still
2: have the same problem.
1: But earlier in the season, this offense seemed to have that same identity that it basically had Zeke's rookie year, where and, and Zeke was running like he was his rookie season earlier in the season. That's Clearly true. he's not now. And so I think the identity of this offense has changed right now. Uh, and and we have talked about a lot of the reasons why maybe it has changed. But uh, I think down the stretch of this season, you got to get back to that if you can. Maybe they can't get back Listen, to that. Listen, guys, I don't I, know.
2: I've told you guys, I don't know how many times, you got to keep running expecting it to break. And it did. You understand? Right. It, right. It, the system in that regard, it worked. This is a game that you needed to win by hook or crook. I think we talked about this yesterday, Spags. You got to win ugly. That was an ugly win. It's okay to win ugly in those situations down there where you had the loud crowd. You know, you could have easily – this guy's running all over the place, Taysom Hill. You could have easily just done something stupid offensively more often instead of just the one interception. You could have had more than one. could have had strip sacks. There's so many things that could have happened. But they didn't because we did at that moment – Stick to the plan. We have to keep running the ball. So to go away from it when it's truly time, that, to me, did not make any
1: sense. And the the ideal offense is an offense that can win either way. Either way. Okay, where you can win passing the ball or you can win running the football, depending on the strength of the opposition, what the weather conditions are, any of that stuff. When you look at those Cowboys teams from the 90s, they could win either way. They could throw it or they could run it. Well,
0: they're not running it
1: well. Right.
0: In and running it more doesn't mean it's going to be more effective, and everybody's like, well, you know, you got to use Pollard more. Well, he had one carry for fifty-eight, he had six carries for thirteen. They're just not creasing anybody at this point. But you got you, gotta, even, you gotta
2: be stubborn. I know. You and, even Jerry, be stubborn. and
0: even Jerry in his his radio interview today talked about the offensive line. They need more continuity. They mm-hmm. need uh, you know, and think and about now, that. What are they, now, what are they going to do this week? Is, is Lale Collins your starting right tackle, or are you going back to Terrence Steele? Now, on the depth chart for in the release, had Terrence Steele at right tackle, uh, but it sounded like when Jerry talked this morning, uh, and he was being careful not to give away secrets. <laughs> but I'm he sure said he's been reprimanded. He, he basically a of times. said both guys are going to play. So, to me, judging from what. Uh, how Kellen Moore answered the question on Monday about the Mac attack when they use Connor McGovern as a fullback or second tight end, it sounded like one of those tackles, and maybe Terrence Steele plays the blocking tight end position uh-huh. to help with uh, the blocking when they go two tight ends. Uh, so I, I'm going to see if if it plays out that way or not to try to help this running game because you go two tight ends and you're thinking. Well, but neither one of those guys are big blockers, right? McEwen, uh, Schultz, um, you know, they don't get much from uh, the other guys, mm-hmm. uh, Springer.
2: Um, so Schultz' uh, reception, his receiving uh, prowess, has really improved, but his blocking has gone yeah. down. Still, still, yeah, <laughs> it's worse.
1: Okay, when coming into the season, who were the starting offensive linemen? Well, who would, are their preferred five coming into the season? Smiths, Smith. Williams,
2: Biadish, B- Martin, uh, Martin, Martin, and Collins. and Collins.
1: Okay, and then Collins got, got the five-game suspension. Right. So the same way we talk about the wide receivers, not having those three wide receivers together, they haven't had the same – the five – even if you, you trade out William, Williams with McGovern, McGovern, they haven't had the five offensive linemen in there on a consistent basis. I don't have time to go through how many games they've had that. They didn't even have it the first game because Zach Martin was out. Right. I don't know that they've had it all season long that they've had the five really that they won out there. Uh, because then uh, Collins came back from his suspension, and he was not starting the first game back. And then Smith went out for three games. I'm just going through it right now. And then you had Steele missing the last game. Even if you decided that Steele was the guy instead of Collins, you, you I don't know that they've had a game this season where they've had the five that they really prefer out there at the same time.
0: So here are the starters. They started the season, and you're right, because McGovern started at right guard for Zach Martin, who was out, right? Uh, the next game uh, steel casts to come in for Lyle Collins because the suspension started. And then after that it was kind of the same for looks like
1: I mean one, if two, if three, your preferred four, right tackle five, is Lyle Collins, then they have not had a, a game this season that they've had the the five that they prefer out there. Gotcha. They, had, they had the one – oh, no, because
0: the one game when they had Collins at right tackle and Connor Williams still at left guard, Steele was at left tackle. That's right. Tyron was out. And then the next game, <laughs> Steele is at left tackle. The next game, Steele is at left tackle. Then Tyron returns. Now McGovern's at left tackle. Uh, Steele's at right tackle. And then the next game – McGovern it's Smith, McGovern, Beatish, Martin, and Collins at right tackle.
1: And so So they've been revived. But right now it's coming been- off this the mini bye week, right. okay. Right. All right. They have all of them and when Steele gets back here, they've got the option of whether they go with Collins, they've got everybody back now. Right. Right? Right. And so the I think the key to establishing that continuity is having these guys back and hopefully uh, we don't find out something right when we get off the air like we normally do <laughs> and and they can then have their five whichever five they want to pick they've got them available for this stretch right but run.
0: but but the one of the key things is are they convinced that McGovern's better at left guard they are not. than Connor Williams well that's, that's what <laughs> they, they got not. to decide right? no, i'm and, sure they are not and, that's and, the coaches and the 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 three games that he started <clears throat> it was a plus because there was less holding calls and some of those Williams holding calls I think they were he, phantom calls. he got targeted. Yes. Right. He did. They yes, said, he did. all right, we're watching
2: this. We didn't replace him necessarily because he wasn't playing well. Right. We, only because he was being targeted. They
0: were trying to save the holding calls. That's right. So they saved the holding calls, but I don't know that McGovern's
2: playing better, Any better. than Constantine. I think was.
1: what this offense needs more than anything is time
2: on task. You know what this offense needs? That defense better keep giving them opportunities to score. Okay, you hold them off long enough, then you can break those polished routes and or those plays and those C.D. Lamb plays. You just keep on defensively giving them the ball back, and you guys can play complimentary football until the end of the season, which hopefully but even up in but social. even
1: like with the receivers, they haven't had the all the receivers out there. The practice schedule has been way off kilter the last. Three weeks. And all of, of, those and were, have your all of those excuses. All of right. those excuses
2: were erased with four interceptions. And, right. You yeah. Understand. Right. So that's my point. The defense has and to the, play and, and the, give them chances. And that's the, every team that's winning ugly. Their defense is keeping them in the game.
1: And the other part of it is the those are erased if everybody gets back from COVID and are healthy and can be out on the field for practice and stuff.
0: Exactly, because they haven't had that either. Right. Because if you look at that short week. Uh, After the Sunday game in Kansas City, you know, you basically got one practice in. Uh, And then COVID hit after Thanksgiving, and they gave them time off, and then it it hit the beginning of the week, and they basically got in one practice. For some reason, the
2: Cowboys can't fall back on those excuses. I know. Everyone else can, but we cannot. So
0: just to be clear, and during this four-game winning streak for the Washingtons, I can't keep saying that <laughs> football team. They're the Washingtons, okay? They've given up uh 19, 21, 15 and 15. And they've won the last two games, 17 And they're playing 15, at home, they're And they're playing at home.
1: And it's a big game.
0: And it's not like they're scoring a bunch of points, nope, although they, they don't did. Have to. They did against the Bucs. They put 29 against Tampa
1: Bay. Go figure. How big is this game? We'll talk about it the rest of the week, but if the Cowboys win, they got a three-game lead. If they lose, they got a one-game lead. And for more on that, join us tomorrow on mix Shots. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say, "Go Cowboys"? <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
2: about you, Cowboys? Yeah!